listening to this episode, our second episode in the series being Salt and Light in the 21st Century. Last time was episode one, Getting Started, and that was an introduction explaining that all Christians, all followers of Jesus, are to be about disciple making. That's what it means to be a disciple. A disciple is someone who looks to disciple others. It's not something that's reserved for special elite Christians or something that we do between on certain days and at certain hours. But this is the way of life for all followers of Jesus, wherever, wherever God's located us, whatever our postcode is. Last time I, I mentioned that there is um, some, a great resource available, Have No Fear, written by John Lennox. I have copies of that available still. So if you would like a copy of that, please do email me or speak to me and I will get you a copy. This week, our title is Speaking to Strangers. And as part of this series over the coming weeks, on some occasions, during some of the episodes, we will listen to other people's practice in a particular area with the uh, hope that that will really give some help and insight uh, practices that we can follow. But having said that, we must be aware that this isn't about learning a few techniques and tricks to be able to be better at making disciples. Any progress we make in this area will primarily flow from a healthy relationship with the Lord Jesus. If we love the Lord and are seeking him, then this will flow. It will, it will be natural to us. And having some practical helps will be a real benefit just to help us um, just with some ideas. But primarily, this must flow from setting apart Jesus as Lord. That's exactly what the Apostle Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. When he speaks about people uh, being scared or fearful, he then goes on to say, but in your heart set apart Christ as Lord, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. So disciple making primarily is about setting apart Jesus Christ as Lord. Before it's about technique, before it's about knowing answers to questions, before it's about having a good gospel outline in your mind, first and foremost, primary, set apart Christ as Lord. If Christ is Lord, if he's calling the shots in your life, then you will be seeking to do this um, in, in some form. Today we're having a conversation, listen, listening to a conversation, not with the Apostle Peter that wrote that verse, but with Peter Magikari. I think one of the things that we really appreciate about Peter as a church family is um, his ability, God-given gift of being able to speak to people um, and specifically speak, speaking to people about Jesus. That's been Peter's practice ever since he became a Christian in and around Ashton to point people to the Lord Jesus. And in this conversation, you'll hear many interesting things. But one of the things that stood out to me was the simplicity of one part in response to the question, you know, why do you tell people about Jesus? Have you always done this? Why have you always done this? 
Uh, Peter's response very simply was, because I believe it. I think that's wonderful. That's just different language for, but in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Peter believed the gospel, and so the natural thing was to speak the gospel. We'll join this conversation just after I've asked Peter about what he does when having a conversation with a stranger. Well, first of all, I'm trying to assess where they're coming from. Are they are they on my page or not? And throw little sort of feelers in. And if there's no sort of resistance against it, uh, then I'm going to start explaining it to him. But yeah, I'd start bringing our church, said this or does that. I'm going to put few little feelers in. And if I find there's any chance that I can expand it and explain it, I'll do that. Okay. And obviously you've got to be careful that you don't start killing the butterflies. So, but it, I find it, it works because as you're doing it, you learn learning the process. So have you, like you, you, so you became a Christian through actually a stranger approaching you yeah. and speaking the gospel to you. Yeah. So just tell us briefly about that. Yeah, we were on holiday in Isle of Wight and there was this guy from Leeds. His, his name was Jim Hinton. And... Um, he just came came on the piece, uh, said to me, <clears throat> "Do you mind if I sit next to you and uh, to have I can talk to you?" Yeah. I said, "Yeah, by all means, have a have a seat." And he started talking to me about Christianity. Okay. And I was quite interested to hear what he had to say. Yeah. On one hand, I wanted to know. Yeah. But on the other hand, this is Christian religion. Hang on. But anyway, I thought there was something which forced me to keep the conversation going and learn more. Okay. Which I did. And then we bought the company. And then when we came back from that holiday, I was I was telling to, I met Harold Heath, for instance, on the road, and I was telling him that I met this guy, and he was what you are. He was going to beat Smithsons, and he yeah, was a, yeah, yeah. a Christian, whatever he called himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and Harold sort of was picking him around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was there. I did that. And he says, uh, Perhaps you know. Perhaps you would have some more answers to your questions mm. if you came to our church. Wow! So, so through people speaking to you, that's how you came to faith, yeah, just yeah. on the beach and bumping yeah, to Harold. Yeah, yeah. And so, then, did you like wait? Is it quite recently that you've just been talking to people about like the gospel? Or have you done it all your Christian life, just from the word go? To be honest with you, once I became a Christian, I'm always trying to sort of put feelers in. Okay. And I'm trying to assess that uh, is this conversation going to be beneficial here yeah. or not? Yeah. Uh, am I going to have you or not? And and because depends as well how well I know the person. So so why, Peter, from the word go, have you been like? Why have you wanted to talk about Christianity? Because some of us find it hard. What what is it for you that like? Because I believed in it. Yeah, yeah. What it re- represented. Yeah. And I wanted them to have. What I have, yeah. and I know it's good. Yeah, so so in other words, you were sort of, I don't, I don't know if proud's the right word, but just proud of this new yeah. faith that you have, yeah. and unashamed to tell yeah. us about it. Definitely. Wow, that's amazing. I have nothing to be ashamed of it. No, no, no. Way. And that applies even uh, at work. Yeah. Uh, when I was in an office where there's at least a dozen people. And same with the customers. Yeah. Who I have met before and knew to some degree. Yeah. And I was declared it, and I threw little things, and so, oh, in our church we do this, and... Little feelers in it. And you just bite? see if there's a little bite. Yeah, if there is, yeah. you'll follow it all. And if it looks like it, I don't want to talk about it. So then you just leave it. Exactly, because after all, I was working. Yeah, I was yeah, selling. Of course. I was, it wasn't my job to tell him. Yeah. Because 
That's really helpful. A few years ago, I was at a, um, a conference all about evangelism. One of the things, he had a really nice little phrase, and it was called staying in the room. If you have a relationship with someone, and you're constantly just on about church, the gospel, mm. Jesus, mm. they're not going to want to talk to you anymore. Mm-hmm. But like this idea of staying in the room is you, you have a conversation which doesn't lead anywhere, you just talk about something yeah. else, yeah. and you're just ready to pick it up again, maybe... Yeah. On another conversation, yeah, arise. something might happen in their yeah. life, and they come yeah. to you asking more questions. Yeah. That, so that's something. Which is what I'm hoping yeah, in yeah. those situations. Yeah, that there would be something, and pray that there would be something which would drive that yeah. try to come, person to come back to. Me. I'm glad you mentioned prayer, Peter. So how how does prayer fit into this? Do you pray about that, or do you you know is is it kind of your practice to pray for opportunities? It's a part of it actually. Yeah, every night, whoever I meet tomorrow. Yeah, if I have an opportunity. Be on my toes and be ready to throw the line in. And how many times do you reckon God's answered that prayer? Nearly, nearly every day, not quite, yeah, but quite often. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't find that there's been any sort of great drama about it or resistance towards it because that, that's what I have to assess yeah. when I'm talking and tread carefully for the start. Yeah. But then you you play it by the ear and, and you learn to learn where it takes you and how it works. Yeah. So just just talk to me a bit more. So you work for the British Steel Corporation. Yeah. Um, and you became a Christian whilst you were working yeah. for them by yeah. UBM, Harold, etc. Um, then did like so you you were like witness to your work mm. colleagues. Did that kind of lead to any fruit? Was there anything that um, like any you know any anything that happened as a result of that? Well, I mean, there was one guy who was a representative as well, and I was very close to him. And I told him always about my goings on. And once they had an outreach in Carnforth, I think it was. Okay. Was Carnforth near Leeds? No. No, it, it was It was near Leeds. Anyway. Okay, so near Leeds, yeah. Yes, the outreach. And um, he was telling me about it. I said, let's go and yeah. hear it. I said, yeah, I'll come with you. So, so that guy, yeah. obviously you knew him pretty well. He yeah. trusted you, which meant yeah. when you gave yeah. him an invitation to something, yeah. he, he jumped on yeah. it and, yeah. he, and he went with you. Yeah. And then, he, was that a one-off or did he... No, no, because once we once we went, then I that very same night I went to his house. We went from his house to this meeting. Yeah, and then I was talking about when we got back because his wife was there, so I wanted to tell her. Yeah, where we'd been, what we'd done, blah blah blah. And there was not anything sort of against it or anything, but okay. I just thought I thought thrown in the field here. I'd yeah, see what happens, and they became a Christians. Yeah, uh, fairly soon. Okay, in a few months. Wow. And um, I was obviously very pleased about that, but because then I got him to go to some meetings which they had there. Yeah, and yeah. I said, go, go, and go see what they have to say. Yeah. And of course, people he met leads which I knew. Yeah. I was telling them that follow up this one. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's possibly a result here. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. That must be so encouraging. I, I know, yeah. per- personally speaking, even like with us in Ashton, I know there's been people that have come along to things mm. and, and you've been like one of the first points of contact in Ashton mm. and just through sort of talking and the result has been, mm. I think that's true of Baseline, I think Parent Tolls as well, through just a conversation. Mm. So that's amazing. And, yeah. I, and I guess when we're praying about these things, looking for opportunities, then the Lord brings the right people across our paths. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So if you were going to give just like a little bit of advice, because um, I think you, the way God's probably wired you up anyway, you're, you're naturally good at talking to people. Mm-hmm. You, I guess you always have been. And then in becoming a Christian, it's been very natural for you to talk about yeah. your faith to people. Yeah. What about So if, if you were going to give a bit of advice to somebody who maybe is a bit shyer, maybe... Mm-hmm. 
finds it really difficult mm-hmm. like what would your kind of like key advice be I know obviously like prayer is a key one isn't it asking for opportunities <laughs> but then yeah would, would there be anything you'd say to somebody like that I think it's very important when you first time come to the situation that you take carefully yeah yeah but don't sort of be side to that degree that you wouldn't say anything okay so get some sort of base to it yeah so next time when you see this person you can follow that you up. can follow it, take and it, build it on it yeah and you can it's so easy to tell oh the other week we did this in our church so yeah i need to go next sunday to this place or whatever and always equally sling through it in yeah and and see again is yeah. it biting any heat is, it, is, and, and is there any questions about it yeah so so we, like so in summary of that i think what i'm taking away which i think is so helpful is be ready and willing to take the opportunity mm-hmm. yeah be expecting to speak but don't necessarily overdo it Correct. until that relationship yeah. is formed yeah and be quite natural about it. Yeah. Because I think some of us maybe that's fear... That's what it should be. Yeah, natural. That's my... That's me. Yeah. Yeah, because I think some of us might fear we kind of mention church, the gospel, Jesus, and it's going to become really awkward. The yeah. earth's going to swallow us. This yeah. person's not want, going to want to speak to us ever yeah. again. Yeah, that's... It's just being relaxed You and need natural. to message it all the way as you start talking about heading in the right direction here. And if, yeah. if you're not wait till another opportunity or whatever... Yeah. But don't kill a butterfly. That's, yeah. that's, it's so easy to put a foot on it and start pushing down. Too hard. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be... That and I guess be. I guess if you're not seeing anyone, if you if you bump into someone you're never going to see them again, yeah. I guess you're okay being a bit more direct. But if you know you've got a constant relationship with somebody, yeah. Yeah. it's important to build on it. Yeah, because you've got the chance and, to do that. Yeah. And, and it's much better to do that. Yeah. And once you have done the first part of it, that after that they're bound to sort of follow it. In their own little world. Yeah. How does he go on on this? And if the Lord's at work in a person's exactly. life, they're not going to be able to let it rest, are Exactly. They? Yeah. That's what you hope. But there was something which sort of... Hooked them in. Hooked the them Lord, in, yeah. Lord by his Holy Spirit. Yeah. That seed's yeah. going to come to yeah. fruition. Well, Peter, I think that's been so helpful. Thank you so much for the conversation. Thank you for the cake. Um, I have the benefit of the cake as well. Sorry for everyone listening. (laughs) Okay, thanks. For everyone listening, you'll have to get your own cake. Uh, But hopefully that's just encouraged you to follow Peter as he follows the Lord Mm -hmm. um, uh, in just seeking to look for opportunities Mm -hmm. and very naturally uh, just speaking about Jesus um, in those cases. If you want to talk to Peter about it more, I'm sure he'd be glad to talk to you and answer any questions you have. Thanks a lot, Peter. Okay, my pleasure. Okay, thank you.